The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time for the Low Fact Podcast. <clears throat> well, hello, hello. It's a late one. Well, it's late for us. By the time it comes out, I'm pretty sure no one will know the difference. It's kind of a uh, spontaneous one. We weren't going to record, and then we decided we would. So, yeah, well, you know, getting tired of the Hallmark Christmas movies, which oddly enough came before thanks before New Year's this year. Every year, it's like Halloween. Yeah. Christmas just eats up all the all the other holidays. Well, the, the only the only other holiday that I really care about is Thanksgiving. I I think that's better than Christmas. It just doesn't seem right that the Christmas stuff would start before Thanksgiving, though. That's it. That's my my whole statement on that. Well, being an American, I think Thanksgiving is the best holiday of the year. Pretty damn good holiday. I like it because it's all about food. It's it's quintessentially American. Yeah. Stuffing your face because you have so much. <laughs> so enjoy it while it lasts. Well, even if shit goes down the tubes, we'll still have more than everybody else. So that's true. <laughs> so suck it, rest of the world. <laughs> America, bitches. Well, no, I just get sick of all this stuff. I get, I get sick of. Um, uh, this whole globalistic attitude, trying to be like the old world. So you're, you're more of the uh, Army of Darkness, come get some camp. Come get some. <laughs> what the hell are you, a demented drill instructor? <sighs> I just watched that movie and it just, to me, it's like a quintessentially American movie. Yeah. He goes to medieval England and he... I've seen the movie. You know, I mean, he takes over with a shotgun, a chainsaw, and a 73 Oldsmobile. I mean, come on. That's pretty American. Well, if you went back in time to medieval Europe and had a, a shotgun, a chainsaw, and an Oldsmobile, I think you could probably take care of a lot of armies. He did. Yeah. He took care of the army of darkness. <clears throat> who, who was it? He was either Coronado or Cortez who basically took out the Incas with like uh, 24 guys on horseback. Really? Yeah. Wow. They went out and saw the thousands of Inca warriors and essentially shat themselves. And what happened? The Incas ran away? No, they were they, they were more mobile because, you know, these Indians had never seen a horse before. Right. So these guys were mounted. They had blunderbusses or whatever whatever firearms were around back then. Mm-hmm. And they had steel or iron. So it was a slaughter. I think it was a pretty good routing. And then after that... Probably more Spanish cam. Then after that, the flu just took care of everything. Right. Hmm. Oh, that's nice. Which I'm sure was probably some Chinese disease. (laughs) What? Uh, They think the plague came from China. Really? Yeah. Why why does it all come from Asia? We're hardy motherfuckers. Yeah. Clearly. Well, it's either that or Africa, right? I mean, just... I'm By the sure. way, the whole China virus thing, like, why can't you call it the China virus? We had the Spanish flu. Why, why can't we call it something, like, why can't we call it where it came from? <clears throat> I think it just, it depends on the sphere that you're in. No, the China, you're not allowed to say China virus. Right, the sphere that you're in. Yeah. 
Wow. If you're if you're making if you're trying to make or making a, a lot of money from China, then you're not going to do anything to piss them off. Yeah. Well, the fact of the matter is, we probably still need Chinese goods. So I don't think so. Really? Just make it all here. It was made here before. That's true. You know, before they before they they made they got the bright idea of 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 saying, well, instead of loading the ships willy nilly. Why don't we load the ships with boxes? So put all the junk in a box and put those boxes on a boat. And it went from, and, and, and shipping costs went from costing a, a, a couple of thousand dollars a ton mm-hmm. to like six dollars a ton. Oh, really? So that was like, was that after they were shipping everything by train or? No, they were shipping everything by ship, but they were just kind of, they were loading it willy nilly. It wasn't on a container. Right, right. Oh, yeah, like. Literally, like, hand-carrying everything on the gangplank. Or on a crane, but... But, um... Um... Yeah. So what topics you got, bro? Well, they're really just variations on the same theme. I I was... Lately, I've been noticing how much importance there is, uh, especially in my lifetime, in our lifetime, uh, uh, you know, about being nice about feeling good and I kind of see that as a as a tilt towards the ugly side the bad side of feminine okay. effeminate if you will what that everything's gonna be nice that people have to be nice right that um, now I'm not saying that if someone says hello you can spit in their face you know I'm not going I'm not going in that direction but who's gonna do that well, a culture where spitting in someone's face is considered a customary greeting, <laughs> I would imagine. I don't think there's any cultures like that, bro. Uh, I, I think it was on a an LSAT practice test. <laughs> um, but there was that, and that led me to uh, a lot of the the right wing type media folks talking about reality and. You've even said that, you know, how long can you defy reality and all that junk, right? Mm-hmm. And as I thought about it, I was like, well, the whole purpose of society is to defy reality. How's that? Well, if there is no such thing as a society, like a family <clears throat> or a village <clears throat> or a city or whatever, right? There's only really, if you, if you, if you, if you separate out the time, your lifetime from very young, right? So let's say birth to about 15. Okay. To regular time to when you're very old, which is moving farther and farther to the, you know, to the uh, older side. But generally, I would say probably around your 60s. Yep. So basically that time period... Hell, even even at this time in 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 the world in America, or in the world, even in your seventies, you're still kind of. I think I think up until about sixties, seventies, you're you're probably able to get along by yourself. Mm-hmm. You can you can you can be independent, mm-hmm. ish, right? So, as I was thinking about it, when you're very young, you're pretty much useless. You're gonna you're gonna be prey. And if you make it to being very old, then you might as well be very young again because you really can't do much for yourself. So you pray again. 
essentially. So that's a very big chunk of your life nowadays. I mean, there are people living 80s, 90s. Yeah. Right? So if there is no society, if there's no group to look after, to help look after you, mm-hmm. you're not going to make it past birth <laughs> and you're not going to make it past 60. But that's, how is that defying reality? That's reality, right? Oh, the reality. The reality is while you're very young and while you're very old, you're essentially, I hate to say it because I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm getting up there in the years. You're kind of useless. You can't, you can't do anything for yourself. You, you need a lot of assistance. Mm-hmm. More so as a as a as a babe, than as an old per- than as a really old person, but pretty much the same. You know, if you if you live a a, a pretty long life, let's say to your eighties, right? Mm-hmm. The last ten years of your life and your first ten years of your life, if you don't have other people helping you, you're gonna starve to death. Mm-hmm. So the whole reality of, you know, stand on your own two feet, be independent, you know, hunt what you kill, blah, blah, or eat what you kill, blah, 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 blah. That only applies in the middle. Yeah. So there's your reality. So then that would suggest that the the whole conservative talking point, whatever, is BS. It's as much BS as the the leftist progressive talking point of how people can take care of each other as if they're all family is BS. Right. But I think that's a bigger, bigger lie. I mean, I guess if you're looking at like it in terms of degree, I suppose. And, you know, I think that's all well and good because we're, we are, we are beings of degree. You know, I remember having, well, I remember the thinking of, of sin and how there is a certain belief like the sin of adultery can be rectified Whereas the sin of, you know, if, if you're, if you're, if you're pretty hardcore religiously Christian, the sin of homosexuality cannot ever be, um, rectified, I guess is the, is the term you can't, you you can't really erase it. Right. But you can, you can get married though. Right. I mean, you could, you could marry a woman or a man. Well, right. So the only, the only but, but that's that's in terms of degree and I'm thinking and I'm thinking well if God is a perfect being then the sin of a white lie or the sin of a small lie is just as bad as the sin of killing someone because to a perfect being all all failures failures a failure but that doesn't really get focused on does I, it? Well, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty, pretty. Uh, well, they don't sit there and say, "Well, this thing that you do regularly, like lying, is just as bad as you know homosexuality or whatever, or murder." Yeah, I suppose not. They kind of pick and choose. Well, that's the whole point of being a person that you can pick and choose. Sure, but I but I often think of that stuff. I, I don't. I don't necessarily come come away from that that idea uh, because I do, I do think that I do think that the balance in in society in our world has shifted a bit towards another towards the other side what other side well I love how how the 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 big the big leftist talking point is about racism and the patriarchy and I'm sitting there going, 
What patriarchy? That would be your question if somebody was talking about the patriarchy. It is. It is in my mind right now. I mean, like when I think of when I, when I think of when I think of what they say, you know, the patriarchy, men control everything, you know, women, blah, blah, blah. Women are, are, are oppressed. Uh, I'm just sitting there going, really? Um, I'm sure there are women that are oppressed. Right. But for the most part, I think it's a great time to be a woman. Yeah. That's inconvenient though, right? You can't, well, it's not really something, that discussion never goes very far. I've, I've found in the past, at least with people I know. Well, I with think... With women I know, because they're like, well, that's stupid. Yeah, because... That's what they say, that's stupid. Because their emotions, the emotions come into play right then and there. You know? Because I, I was like, well, what if a woman's... What if what if the pendulum swung to the point where it's more advantageous to be a woman? It is. Right? And and then just, the, the answer to that is that's just stupid. Well, I think the answer to that has to be that way in order to 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 keep the way things are going, right? Right. Because if you all of a sudden say, "Okay, you are now equal," right? No more help. Yeah. Then then it just becomes like, no, no, no. You have to you have to correct all these mistakes in the past. Well, and, it's impossible. Well, no, it's not impossible. It just seems unfair. Right. You want to you want to essentially punish people who had nothing to do with the past and give a leg up to people who had not been burdened or oppressed in that way. Right. Right. You want to you want to correct the things that have gone on 300 years ago. Mm -hmm. Well, no one around right now was alive back then to give testament to it as well. Not only that. Well, no. Well, even 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 the te- there is some testament. There's there's written records. Right. Yeah. That's there's, true. There's history, but no one alive today was a slave on a plantation, and no one alive today owned any of those slaves. Right. I thought you were talking about slavery. You just, you just jump, but it's the same issue. It's the same issue. Now. And of course, that all of a sudden becomes a racist attitude, a white supremacist attitude, mm-hmm. whatever. But you know, I'm 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 just like, but let's let's be realistic here. You know, my ancestors could have been nobility three hundred years ago, mm-hmm. and I had ancestors three hundred years ago that were essentially that were slaves. Right. Um, sure, we probably all did, and all were. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But, you know, do I want to be alive 300 years ago? Not even if I were the king of, 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 uh, of England. Yeah, I mean, the quality of life now, of just being able to go buy anything that you want, go anywhere you want. I mean, it's probably like, I, I would imagine the quality of life today is better than it's ever been. I think the I think the I think the quality of life for someone who's considered lower class now is way better than people than people who were considered the the tippity top upper crust. Yeah, depending on what country you're in, I suppose. Uh, well, here especially, but in any country. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before, right? That that document was it 60 minutes or whatever where they were talking to 
lower socioeconomic folks in America and someone was like, yeah, we only have basic cable. Okay. <laughs> that was actually a John Stossel thing. Oh, was it? Okay. About poverty. Yeah. And at the time, they were talking about the untouchables in, in India. Right. And they had this one woman who was poor, like poor, poor. In she, America. In India. Okay. And she basically had to clean out open air toilets. With her hands. Bare hands. Bare hands. Yeah. And then you talk to some, some person and she, you know, she lived in like, she, she lived in like some shanty in a dump. Right. In an actual dump. Right. And then, then he came and asked a person who was poor or considered themselves poor in America. Yeah. And he said, do you have an apartment? Like, yeah. Do you have running water? Yeah. Do you have TV? Yeah. Do you have cable? Yeah, but I only have basic cable. And so I'm just like, okay, so you've, you've equated having basic cable, even the people that are really poor here. Yeah. Unless they're homeless. Right. Well, I think there's more homeless on the way. I mean, I think things are definitely getting dicier here in America. And it just seems like it's, I don't know that it's by design, but it's definitely by, by negligence or by, I don't know. What do you mean by, by design? Well, it's, it just, it, it seemed like we were doing all right. It seemed like the economy was going pretty well. It seemed like things were going pretty well. And now two years later, it's a shit show. So how'd that happen? Uh, it's not just the coronavirus. I think it's, I think it's the people that have a whole lot of stuff want to keep having a whole lot of stuff and they don't care that it, that no one else can have it. So they want us to eat, uh, oh, we were talking about this earlier, they want us to eat foam meat. Yeah. While they eat the fucking, uh, what, the prime rib? Yeah. I mean, that, that, that is a theory going around that this whole climate thing, climate activism mm-hmm. is really to keep the masses from taking up too much resources yeah, we don't want people like flying on planes, driving, feeling like they can uh, go wherever they want. I mean, that whole climate uh, meeting in Scotland, right? Uh huh. Didn't everybody fly on a private plane? Yes, but that just doesn't. It gets no. Uh, they get a pass. It's the usual story. They get a pass. We always give yourself a pass. You mean people? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about the whole hypocrisy thing. I don't, I, I just must not. Did you not, look up a definition of hypocrisy? I, I, I just, I, I don't care. You know, it's like, it's like, the, it's like the definition of racism is geographic. It's, it's what is, it's what is convenient. Yeah. I mean, a, a white person is, is racist and a black person can't be. And this comes back to your, your whole theme of how words have been deliberately, it would seem, rendered meaningless. I mean, people misuse language so much that now just everything is just a wash. Everything's just well. That's just shit. like the word agreeance. I don't know if that's a real word or not. Well, it's become a word, though. Right, but was, you, that, was, you, that, was it was it George W. Bush that said agreeance? No, I don't know. But I I heard it. I heard it this week. Some guy was like, "We need to come to an agreeance." I was like, "Isn't it an agreement?" Yeah, agreeance sounds like a shitty made up word. It's like conversate. <laughs> Conversate's even worse. But agreeance sounds wrong. 
But at what point, if, if enough people are using it, does it become a right, that become a word that gets in the dictionary? Well, think of... Uh, SMH. Think of uh, normalty and, and normalcy. Okay, maybe that was the word that George Bush used. Normalcy was like Hoover. Oh, uh, really? Or it might have been Harding. Didn't George Bush make up a whole lot of words, though? Uh, maybe. I'm talking about a W, not HW. But, you know, that that to me is the counter-argument for Yale being an incredibly great school. I, I feel like he fucking... Well, yeah, it's really not. Where the best minds go to, you know, to learn and... and I've met a few Yale people. I've met tons. And, you know, some of them are pretty smart, some of them are pretty dumb. Well, the smartest, the smartest Ivy Leaguers, the people that came up from the lower decks. You mean they had to actually get in? Yeah, they didn't have a place yeah. set aside for them. Yeah. I don't know what it's like at the at the Ivy League schools now. Well, it's probably like uh, stuff that's around in my alma mater now. I mean, it's just crazy. I saw something this week on, uh, what was it? It was Sean Hannity, who I don't usually watch, but I was like flipping through the channels. And uh, it was these three girls that got into West Point. And, <laughs> and they refused, I guess they refused the, um, the vaccine. And they got, but they, were, they, and they, got, they got booted, yeah. But they were, they were also talking about just how it was like, there was like, what is it? The, um, what's it called? The thing that's in the media all now in the, school, the schools, the... Um, Critical race theory. Yeah, they were teaching critical race theory. They were. Te- they were. They, they weren't. There was a whole lot of stuff being taught that had nothing to do with being a West Point cadet. Of course, critical race theory apparently is not real. It's just a dog whistle for the racists. Right. Right. But whenever you bring up West Point, um, it just uh, makes Are me these, think. These good. These class. What's that? My class. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but we. I've talked about it with you. It was a class I took when I was in a, for one of my, one of my, my majors when I was in college. I took this class called interest group politics. So I learned about the whole abortion debate and how it became, basically it was in the 1870s when barbers also provided medical treatments (laughs) and the AMA was just starting. Right. And so the AMA kind of said, tried to make that into their sphere. Okay. By saying it's a medical procedure, right. we have to do it. Can't have a barber do it. Others were doing abortions. Yeah. And uh, there was that, but there was also there was also women and women in in the military and women in West Point. And I guess it was in the sixties when the when the the women activists were women just as good as men just need a shot. We can, we can do it to the same standard. Just let us try, let us try, let us try. So okay. They, so they let them try. And while most men can do pull-ups and run relatively fast compared to women, you know, the, they, they had the same standards as the men, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody could pass. Right. The physical requirements. So then it became, this is unfair. We need a different standard. So it's just, it's like a creeping thing. I don't know about creeping. I guess, it, I guess it can be. It's, it is creeping. It's like you get one thing and then you, you just get in and then you push yeah. through more stuff. Yeah. So in that sense, yeah. But so the whole idea and that, that leads to the, to the, uh, the feeling good, the being nice. I think, I think that the whole, a lot of, a lot of what's going on right now 
like I said, is the result of effeminism, e-feminism, um, because we are unnaturally trying to be, we're unnaturally being more towards one side than the other. Before it was probably a little bit more unnatural to the to the to the male side of stuff. Yeah, and you know that's not good either. You know, I I don't think it's good that you can be a dude and marry some marry some poor woman and decide you can just beat the hell out of her all day long and nothing's wrong. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, it's like that that Bill Burr, but to the casserole again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the same token, <laughs> it's no good to go too far on the other side to correct to to make a course correction. Right, we're not we're not flying a plane. So what now? Apparently, this is a this is a Viktor Frankl thing. <sighs> Apparently, if you want to get from point A to point B in a flight path, you can't aim for point B straight straight on because then you'll you'll come into too far south. Oh, really? So you have to go a little bit up and then come down. Oh, that's why that's why it's always a fucking curve on the when you're on the airplane and they show the path. Well, yeah, but. But it's it's also a physical requirement. The Earth is round. The Earth is a curve. <laughs> so the quickest way from point A to point B is not a straight line. It's a curve because the Earth is curved. Oh, oh, oh can you tell I'm not a physicist? I'm not either. Um, but but we we do need to find a balance. And I hope. And how do you do that, Davy? It starts. I just don't. It starts now, and if things keep on going right, then maybe by the time I'm dust, you know, it will be, it will be, it will be right. So if I had a child tomorrow, I'm going to scratch that. If I met a woman tomorrow and impregnated her. I had a child in nine months. And we had a child, then if we, if we keep on correcting correctly, then by the time that child is, is in his or her twenties, it might be. Or 30s, it might be where it kind of should be. But finding a balance, I mean, that's good luck. We've been trying to find a balance for forever and ever and ever. But stuff's out of whack, though. It is definitely out of whack. Well, it is because because things have gone... Because of the commies. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I don't don't know. I mean... Hey, dude, you get no disagreement from me on that. I mean... I mean, it's, it's out of control. There's, you know, the, the big, the big talking point from the conservosphere is how men are being, uh, emasculated. Well, not just emasculated, but just, just rendered, rendered pointless or try to. Right. And, you know, that's kind of like what, what happened to the black community since the thirties. Yeah. But I also found this other fight statistic. Um, apparently, Statistically, if you're raised by a single mother, as a male, mm-hmm. you're more likely to be a violent male. So that's not fucking true. So <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about physically violent, not just. Oh, okay. It's not fucking true. <laughs> so this whole this whole idea of toxic masculinity, uh, I'm sitting there thinking, did women create that? Unintentionally, of course. But you know, there is there is. I wonder why that is though. I mean, if that's true, why is that? Well, my personal belief, opinion on that is because women don't have testosterone coursing through their body uh-huh. in the amounts that a, that, a, that a man does. So if there was a dad around. So a woman doesn't know the extent 
of aggressiveness no, they don't. They and don't violence. Understand. They don't understand it. Especially coursing through a young, uh, a teenage boy. And even if you tell them and they say they understand it, they still don't really... I don't know. They just don't well, give no, they, too much thought. Right, because they think they can understand it. But if <coughs> a guy says, I can understand what it's like to be a woman, then all of a sudden you're out of line here. You don't know what it's like to give birth. You can't give life, right? Right, right. And at that point, that, that, and, and, you know, we, we've, we've said this before, but that is, that is the favorite thing that I, that is one of my favorite little phrases that make me chuckle. For a woman to sit there and say, I give life. Uh, I'm just like, there, there was, there was, there's other DNA at play here for you to give life, quote unquote. Right. You may incubate life. You may give birth to a life. Yeah. But you did not create that life. Well, neither did the man. Right. But you need both to create life. Right. And we don't do the creating, though. Even the man and the woman together, though. Well. Life just goes boop. The life goes boop, but we create a circumstance for the life to go boop. Right. You know, all these, all these single women thinking, I'm going to have a kid on my own. Well, you still need to get somebody's sperm. Yep. In, an inconvenient truth, and it's just like all the dudes out there, is like, oh well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a surrogate and somebody else's egg, and then I can create a life. Like, no, you, you needed, you needed a woman mm-hmm. there. And That's not gonna change either. Like, like I feel like there's people out there that truly believe that there's gonna be a day where that's not how a baby's gonna be made, and at that point, we will no longer be humans. I'm just like, how? I please, mean, please tell me what, like cloning. I don't, I don't know. There's, there's no, there's, there's no way. Like that, you're going to, ch- you're going to change biology. Well, I don't think you can. I don't think you can change nature. That, uh, yeah. But that's, see, that's the see Now we're in the territory of like, you know, if we had a, if we had a, like a big following, there would be a whole lot of people coming after us for all these things that we're saying. And, 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 and it's, it's like, like the, you know, the trans rights movement. And all they would be doing Those is going guys, after the messenger. They, they, they attack women. They attack everybody, anybody that says anything like this. Right. But they're trying to hide the truth. They're trying to attack the messenger. So, <clears throat> so how did things get the way they are? I can tell you the root of it right now. Please. People worship themselves as if they are deities. That, that I believe is the core thought that makes you sit there and think, I can change surroundings. I can change biological sex. 